0: Cafe in the not-so-summer, but we're out here. Yeah. My name's Carlos. I'm your host. I'm here with my friend Tom Steinman. Hello, guys. Uh, Tom, if you know him, if you watch the Planet Ant channel, then you may have seen this guy. Uh, he may have been dressed up as an old man. <laughs> he may have been dressed up as a teenager, uh, but he's a local funny guy. He's he's the guy who does a lot of weird, chaotic stuff with the Planet Ant team. How long have you been on Planet Ant
1: now? Uh, I mean, I've been performing there for, I don't know, four or five years. I started like taking classes and stuff, but uh, I was part of the farm team. Before they before the corona happened, something like that, Uh, that kind of set everything down. But uh, yeah, just you know, doing some shows, and then we started doing uh, a political uh, live stream show. Uh, Once a corona get happened, it was a podcast, (laughs) and we started turning to uh, streaming, live streaming, and just uh, just doing a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah, come plot corner. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But also, you know, just uh, I I teach and uh, I'm also coaching. Oh, like yeah, dude. So
0: awesome. yeah. Yeah, and that's why you can join us today is because you're not teaching.
1: Yeah, I'm on spring break, so I told Carlos this is my week, that I, I could do it. This it's
0: would be so a good awesome. time. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm excited. A few weeks ago, we sat down as, like, the Planet Antime content creators um, um, discussing, you know, <laughs> what we do here. And before I, I go on, apologies for the traffic in the background. You're outside. Yeah, It's good. We're f- I'm fine with this. If you can bear it, bear it. If not, shh. I don't know, I'll talk to you soon. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh but yeah, we got together as the content creators and just discussed like what we all do and, and, and it's been really cool to kind of listen in and, and hear about how like the channel has grown, about how the podcast channel has grown. Um but then also one thing that I did is I made sure that I wanted to let everybody know that I want to eat sandwiches with the more planet Air people. And that's what brings us here today. I've I've worked with Tom on a couple of things. We've done some things that have never seen the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: and <yeah. laughs> well, that happens yeah, when you're creating yeah. things. Like you, I mean, you shouldn't be releasing everything that you create. No, because- but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, hey, so that's part of the learning process. And, yeah, you know, as creators, like you can't be attached to anything. You know, you gotta let uh, you gotta let your babies go. And, exactly. Uh, you know, sometimes your ideas in your mind don't work out the same way as you planned it, and has oh, going. It's all right. <laughs> but uh, but we also did some stuff that did make the air. You know. Yeah, so yeah,
0: for sure. You did a nice weatherman piece. Oh, that, that was, was, a was such fun. a riot! That was so much fun. So I, I uh, and you can find it actually on the planet Aid YouTube. Um, it's uh, episode maybe two or three of Come Clock Ca- Corner. Yeah. Now we release everything. <laughs>
1: in I don't know if you know this, but we release everything and just. Uh, single projects basically so we were doing like so our first season was like 30 to uh a lot of lasted a lot longer
2: like 45 minute episodes we
1: need to make full so we could just release content because a lot of news content anyways is released in it's snippets rapid, right? right like yeah, no yeah. more than like 10 minutes a lot of times so which like, is a
0: smart idea on your guys's part too i think it works out really well yeah. it's a lot more palatable yeah uh, digestible for the audience Um, that's the one thing that I've been kind of struggling with with my show. Please write in the comments if you think otherwise. But obviously this is a one-hour show. It's one hour of staring at this mug. And if you're listening to it on a podcast, it's one hour of, you know, you can turn it off and on as much as you want. (laughs) But on YouTube, you got to sit down and watch this thing. So, like, obviously, if it's better for me to just eat a sandwich and then tell you guys peace, I'll see you on the next sandwich, let me know. Do you
1: have, like, a – like a highlight reel or anything like that. no i haven't done that yet i'd love to do that so maybe Appreciate yeah it. i mean that's i know like i hate all this stuff like i want to just want to create things and i want people to see it but there's like, a lot of work extra work that goes into these things and that's yeah we're having these big production meetings i mean that's stuff,
0: that's so. the the. Uh, it's like the double-edged sword like i love creating content and i love doing it but the unfortunate part is because i do so much it's so time consuming that i don't have the ability to do it to the extent that I want to get it done. Like, I'd love to edit smaller videos yeah, like yeah. I did at the beginning of quarantine when I didn't have so much work to do. But as time went on, I had to yeah. continue to work and work and work. And here I am now back on my seven-day bullshit. And, uh, and, you know, just trying to get in, you know, this and that with the other thing as much as I possibly can. But anyway, we're, <laughs> we're talking about content. We're talking about planning in. But this is sandwich talk. Yes, guys, welcome to Sandwich Talk. This is my chance to hang out with my friends and eat sandwiches. We're here outside of the Glass Onion. Um, here, I'll just show you guys the outside real quick. This is the Glass Onion Griddle. Um, I've never heard of this place. I have driven through Allen Park just a handful of times in my life. Uh you're, are you, you live in Allen Park? You're from here?
1: So I'm. I grew up in Lincoln Park. I don't know Lincoln Lincoln if you know Park. the difference. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. like. There's um, like a, there's like one road difference, right? It's yeah. Like well, the, uh, the high schools share the same road that's a uh, Champagne Road, and uh, so I grew up in Lincoln Park. And if you know anything about the area, like especially you're from Lincoln Park, like kind of hated like growing up, especially athletically, like playing sports and stuff. You hated Ala Park, really? so like, kind of Oh yeah. Like, oh dude, there's a big rivalry. I had no over. idea. So I kind of feel like I went to the dark side a little bit. Damn. Now that I live over here, I still have like a lot of family, and now I, I also teach. Okay. So my old high school. So that's your like old
0: that. high school, but you live here now. And I live here now. It, do they hate you? <laughs> the, the whole city hates you. Yeah. It. I mean, like, do the kids in school, they're like, oh, yeah. You say you're one of us. No. Also, no. Uh, I do
1: do talk about my old days because I did graduate. Yeah, it's yeah, funny because yeah. I graduated. I am now having students who I went to high school with their parents. Oh, God, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's one kid who looked just
2: like his dad. That would be out. That would so,
0: definitely freak me out. So
1: that's the age I'm at. I life. had a
0: crush on your mom in high <laughs> How is she? How is she? How is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Oh yeah, dude. Um, let's uh, let's dig into a sandwich first. So, um, talk to me about this place. Yeah. Talk to me about why you love it. So, oh my uh, god. When I first moved here, probably like five
1: five years ago or something like uh i was trying to that's our yeah that's the american sandwich so this is our breakfast sandwich so i come here for breakfast for yeah, so oh yeah. Like, i gotta get a breakfast sandwich i'm gonna do this one do one of the things we gotta do
0: breakfast dude yeah
1: so uh but yeah uh they just opened up and uh like right, right same time i like moved here and I, I ride my bike here and walk my dog I'll all here and stuff but uh, sure. i just started coming here when they first opened And like not many people knew about it, but like now this like come here on Saturday, like it's hard to even get a spot. Like they have more tables out here, so I really don't need to give this because I used to be able to come here anytime I want, get a spot. Like they they all know my name.
0: It's legit out here. I really like it. I mean, it's an open kind of area. If you've ever driven through this area of Allen Park, you kind of know that. Like this whole uh, street of Allen Road is fairly large, and there's uh, there's a lot of like open uh, sidewalk, and in the summer there's a lot of outdoor. Seating and stuff like that, so I could only imagine yeah. what this. Well, they like. usually have like events coming
1: like down here, so they'll have like uh, like a, like the city street fair, or like they have like a made in Michigan type of oh, thing. Oh yeah,
0: I did. I did those fairs. Okay, yeah. I sold packets of salsa at those fairs. Yeah, so they have all those types of things. Digging in, this is a breakfast sandwich. I haven't had breakfast yet, let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love it. Oh, the egg is perfect. The bacon's nice and chewy. Yeah. So the gentleman who owns this, two slices of
1: cheese. He was a former teacher. He might have been like a city. I don't know if he's a city of Allen Park or not, but he's a former teacher. Kind of stopped and mm-hmm. started his own little business here.
0: I'm liking the cheese on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that I always look for. This crunch on the outside, this exterior crust. <laughs> when you can peel it off, that's how you know that the butter really seeped in. Like that's nice. So this is Kim's favorite. Like if we come here, my fiance, mm-hmm. this is what she usually gets.
1: I try to get us the French because like the more like I was trying to get the French toast one, but they're sold out of it. Mm-hmm. So couldn't get that one. So I'm right. I know this one's good. You need to do a
0: breakfast this, this is great. Yeah. This is a saltiness that I needed for the day right here. <laughs> God, I'm devouring the sandwich. Don't mind me, guys. This is just my show. <laughs>
2: mm.
0: I needed this. I needed this day. It's a beautiful day. We're outside. Yeah.
2: I frequent this place quite
1: often. And I came here yesterday because I like to eat outside. Yeah. And they have Great Lakes coffee, too. So, like, really good coffee that comes here. So, uh, I'm like, coffee. So, I get here, and both these tables—only got two tables. I right? know there'll be more when it's warmer out. And uh, there's already a couple people sitting, but both of them already had like their bill, and they were done eating. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, dude. One of these groups are going up, getting up soon, right? Both tables, the two people at each like sat there. I waited for 45 minutes. No. And like, eventually, I had to. Eventually, it was the first time I ate inside a restaurant it was yesterday,
0: right there. Um, it's just what a pain in the butt, though. Like, you, you see you see people that are waiting for your table. Mm-hmm. And you're still going to be like, well, I've got this much of my coffee left. I'm just going to go ahead and swirl this stuff around. They weren't getting served anymore. You know what I'm like?
1: How annoying. Like, like Read the room, guys. There's a coffee shop right there. Yeah, there's benches right here. Sit at the bench, like we're gonna don't sit down at the table.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't take it. Yeah, a... literally, there's benches there and there.
1: Like they're what already the at hell? like 50, percent you know what I'm saying? Capacity. So like, you know, how do you make your money by turning tables, right? So I was yeah. a little sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I'm not sorry. Screw you guys. Thanks for giving me an office, yeah.
0: If if you know, you know, and if you don't know, then you're an asshole. Plain <laughs> and simple, you're an asshole. Figure it out. Um, but I love all of you. So yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good sandwich. That was a good breakfast sandwich, dude. I'm, stu- I'm super stoked. Let's just keep going. All right. All right. Keep churning and burning. So, dude. Got, we got three sandwiches here. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're sure. gonna, I don't know how we're
1: going to do this. We're going to have to break this one up or something. we, we got that. Nice. We're good. This, this is, oh, yeah. I think, the Godfather. Cool. I've never tried this one. So, I know it's got like a bunch of meats on it. <laughs> I don't have the menu right now, but we'll it okay. taste into it. It's okay. So, um, you get at that. Let me eat Let me kind of
0: eat this still. Damn, dude, this thing is going to be huge! All right, I'm just gonna show you guys kind of what we're seeing here. That's a, it's a big old platter of delicious right there. Is this what would you say is like their number one sandwich? Do you know?
1: We really don't for their breakfast, so probably that uh, the French toast one that I wanted to try to get. Okay. Uh, they do, they sell a lot of that pretty well. When I was talking to the waitress, I try not to eat that kind of stuff too much, you know? Yeah. Right. So. I
0: really, oh. if I come here, I get, like, the simple, you know, just, like, some eggs, bacon, you know, like a simple breakfast. It's a simple pork. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, here yeah. we go. Come on. Come on. We got this. <laughs> oh, whoa. All right, so that's a sandwich. Uh, that's definitely, that's stacked everything on everything. Yeah, like everything. I told you, like, it's like a... Oh, yeah, dude. So what is it? That's, like, roast beef, corned beef. Pastrami? Oh, pastrami. Yeah, yeah. Some looks like Swiss cheese. Yeah. Um. Dude, thank you for for suggesting this place. I walked in here, and on the wall, if you know anything about, like, the style of music and stuff that I listen to, I looked on the wall, there's a bunch of records, and I'm looking at the records, I'm like, dude, I love all of these records. It's awesome. They've got Rush 2112 on there. They've got, like, um, I, I don't even remember, like, Tool, Clutch, a bunch of, like, bands. I want to see like, what else. Yeah, they're really cool here. Like I said, it was a. Uh, oh, yeah, that Talking Heads album. Talk, <laughs> talking Heads, you gotta love. So
2: that Are they playing music
0: right now? No, probably not. There's speakers out here, so sometimes you can hear I can't even jump. We have the sound of traffic, which yeah. is a beautiful sound. Oh, yeah, they're playing music. I don't hear well, so <laughs> it's something. I have no idea what it is, yeah, but yeah. I can tell that it's music. You can hear this music. Dude, I'm diving in this. You already took a bite. How was it? I'm sure what's it? Oh it's oh yeah, delicious. It is. All right, onion roll here, necessary, super juicy. Oh, I'm gonna get this one really close <laughs> to you guys. Whoa. You seeing that? You seeing you seeing all that? That's layers and layers and layers of meat. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I know. Uh, before COVID happened, this place was getting, been getting so busy. I believe the thing was kind of like even expand a little bit bigger. So why not? Because people were having to wait for quite a long time, they uh, like on the weekends. So sometimes I have to get here without kids, so I can keep by myself and go to the counter. It was so busy. I can't
0: even. It's I can't something. even fathom what it's going to be like once everybody starts hitting the streets again. Oh, man. I'm, this is already past. <laughs> I drove past a restaurant the other day that was, like, at 115% capacity. <laughs> it was blown away. Like, just jamming and, like, a line out the door. It's like, dude, are you, did you guys all forget? Like, or is everybody there vaccinated? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how long have you been doing this show now for? So, let me think. Pandemic happened, beginning of March. Going in just about a year, maybe starting next week. Next week will be maybe a year of doing. So, the initial podcast I've been doing for about, it's going about three years now. Okay. And um, I kind of redid it by coming into Planet Amp, which is really nice. Awesome. So the episodes that you can hear on Spotify, those are all through Planet Am. Um I did some episodes previously over at Andy D. Uh, studio. Okay. He's the guy who owns the Detroit Best Company.
2: Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I know
0: him. Yeah, but then like one thing happened. He ended up closing another the studio. I was like, "All oh, right, cool. No podcast. It's fine. Talked to Mike and the team over at Planet Ant. They were like, yeah, let's do it. If you want to do it? Go for it. Yeah. And um, I started doing the podcast out of the, the studio over at some brothers. Yep. So much fun, dude. Loved it. Literally the week right before everything closed down was our last broadcast. And then um, I was talking to like Parker and Mike and just kind of figuring out like, what do I, what can I do? So I started doing like some experimental, like version of this show at home, where I was like zooming with friends. Yeah, I was like, "This, this I think can work. Let's put this onto YouTube." Sends it over to Mike, and Mike said, like, "Yeah, down." So that was the first few episodes, and that was sometime in April. Yeah, we were originally mm-hmm. a cup
1: pod- corner was a podcast, for, like thirty episodes. Yeah. Uh, once the pandemic happened, though, we kind of like transitioned to doing video stuff, where you saw like the uh, uh, all the long episodes. But now, like I said, we're just kind of like releasing content as like we make it, so we just kind of adapted to what like conditions were and stuff like that. But I really hate like the social media aspect of all like all that man. Ah, oh. and like fighting the algorithms
0: and trying to fix the battle. You always got to be pushing. Yeah. And, like, the one thing that I'm realizing, I do this show and I also do a show called Detroit Digest, which is where, once again, I'm just eating in a place, which is lovely. It's, obviously, you, you know that I love doing this. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, but I got a chance to like, uh, just recently, I just cut up some clips, put it on Instagram from Detroit Digest. And it got like way more hits than I thought it would. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So that's, you just figure it out you're like all right you gotta chop up stuff yeah, yeah push it out and see how it works because like people were hitting me up being like hey never heard of the trick i it's like cool man i've been doing this for almost two years so yeah, yeah. no you, uh, hopefully yeah you've like pushed through a threshold and
1: mm-hmm. more people pick you up and like you just yeah it's just it's a battle out there
0: yeah. i love swiss cheese that was a good sandwich that was a really good sandwich yeah. i like thoroughly really, really enjoyed it you ready for the last one not yet give me a second this is delicious dude.
1: i still have a little bit of the
0: first one left.
2: go with sandwiches
0: what would you say is like your favorite sandwich or like what do you look for in a sandwich i'm pretty sure you've done this place before
1: and i'm sure it's very common what this place no oh okay. my favorite sandwich i feel very basic but it's in the dill from, uh, from Mudgee's. It's great, dude. Oh, no, it is great. Yeah,
0: I just, feel, great. Like, I just I feel like, yeah, I don't know. So, literally. I'm not, I'm not breaking news to anybody. St. Patrick's Day. I went there, we did an episode of Detroit Digest, and I did the podcast as like a behind-the-scenes for Detroit Digest. It was a blast, dude. I think I had four sandwiches, two desserts, yeah, I was oh and two soups. Yeah. Oh, I was fat, we, dude. I think was State, fat.
1: I think I went we went you said that was on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Might not have been St. Patrick's. It might have been the weekend before St. So but we went there like around that time and they serve outside food. And stuff, mm-hmm. like, battery, like, but we just got like an Italian
0: sub and it was delicious. Like, we had stuff, I was me have something. Oh my gosh, like fucking basic. It was so good. No, yeah, is like so Greg Mudge is the guy who's like definitely He's all about packing as much flavor as you possibly can into one sandwich. With every bite, you're still going to get a lot of like the the flavor that you would expect to get, like maybe towards an end of a sandwich where like the juices fall kind of like collecting itself. But like, no, he he basically like dips every sandwich in its own juices. Delicious. That is great. So, big fan of that place. I'm a huge fan of the story. Huge fan of Greg. Um, I think that he's like. He's just like your quintessential Detroit business owner of the last 20 years. Yeah. You know. He was a DJ, friends with everybody in town. Everybody had then ended up buying businesses, and then he started his <laughs> based off of the sandwich shop that he was working at already. Okay. Amazing. That's great. Yeah, they're killing it. It's a nice little nice little
1: atmosphere going on mm-hmm. there. Just uh, very cool.
0: So the Medill, great sandwich. Yeah. When you make a sandwich at home. What do you want
1: uh pretty basic you know just like just that's why i go out to get sandwiches i guess i don't really make sandwiches what? maybe i just make like turkey and cheese and put some mustard and like, yeah, nothing, nothing nothing. sexy or i don't know exciting.
0: i mean it doesn't have to be sexy like cold cuts and like <laughs> mustard and cheese like that's beautiful where <laughs> yeah.
1: <right>? uh, <laughs> is another good place right around here called liberati's Really close. They have nice Italian salad. Liberati's?
0: So. Yeah. I wonder if they're related to the Liberati's that used to be over in Dearborn.
1: Uh Well, it's owned by Frank Liberati, who is like, who was, who you no know longer the state representative
2: for the area. Okay.
1: Uh, well, it would it's a it's a state. We give it state representative. Okay, okay, so he was like, I think just this area, so he wouldn't have been your representative. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Because in East Dearborn on Miller Road, there's this place called Liberati's. And it was by far like my favorite, like fettuccine alfredo. Like they had the handmade noodles that the grandmother, Nona, would make in the back like every day fresh. She would make the noodles. They have cigarette vending machine, <laughs> old school jukebox. I had my first communion at Liberati's.
1: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> maybe there is relation. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it could be you know.
0: Very
1: I hope so. I want to go check it out. I love a Italian. Sand. Yeah,
0: is it like Italian dressing soaking like oil? Or uh, it...
1: you can. You could. You know, uh, I usually get another the side or whatever, so I can put that myself. Okay. Uh, but like they serve like individual slices of pizza. You Oh yeah, pizza. there's a ton of like it's like a little grocery store in there, and then like it's really cool now. Uh, <laughs> I, <feel very, laughs> I feel very lucky. I, there's a lot of good food. Like this, like I don't live too far from here, so I am yeah. uh, here there. There's good Thai food right there. Love Major the Tomato is like a nice little pizza
0: place right there. How, somebody told me about that place. It's Major really, Tomato is it good? Yeah,
1: I like it a lot. Uh, what kind of pizza? I get the like, Vampire Slayer. So like it's like more it's like garlic. gourmet. Yeah, it's garlic on it, like steak. Uh, it's a really good one. But they oh, do man. like a little bit more gourmet type of like pizza and stuff like that.
0: Um, I'm still hungry. So, Alright, let's, let's get, get it. it. Uh, this one. I like how they gave us like a bag of stuff. Yeah. They gave us like so much mustard <laughs> and mayo and like. I do things. want some ketchup. We sure. got some fries coming. Alright. Let's um, So for my pop up, uh, myself and my friend Mary, we do a pop up called Kano. It's uh, like Pakistani late night cuisine. We do it every Tuesday over at Batch. And we just came out with fries last week oh shit! or this week rather and she goes like what so do i serve it like a side of ketchup or something and we we're all like no no so then we decided to do like our yogurt chuggy with it what is this dude what are we looking at here i want to these are polish sliders polish slide polish sliders lover oh yeah so that's kielbasa sauerkraut yeah. I'm just going to get this beefy boy that's staring at you right go. here. Oh my God. Seeing this right here? That's sauerkraut and kibasa. Does it need the yellow mustard? No. Am I going to put the yellow mustard on? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They didn't give us a lot. So. They, I mean, they
0: gave us enough for all. For all two of us. That was not an airplane. Oh, was it? I thought it was. <laughs> My fault. Shoot? I just mustard splooged all over the place. Ready for right. baseball? Um are you yeah, you're a baseball guy. Yeah, that's we'll right. Baseball,
2: yeah, for sure, for
0: sure. Um uh, I'm not a huge sport dude. And I, I used to like I used to play obviously sports and stuff as a kid. Okay. Um and then like in high school I played rugby and stuff. Rugby, uh, yeah, for sure. Wait, your high school? Oh yeah, dude. That was the best. That was the only sport that I was probably like decent at. I'm surprised. Wait, your high where did you go to high school? I went to Dearborn High for high school. And we had a United team that was Dearborn High, Etzel, Divine Child, and Fortson. So it was every like Dearborn High School like came together to like create Dearborn United. And that was a blast, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm crazy. I didn't know that was even a favorite. Oh yeah, hell yeah. so much fun. Try these fries. Straight cut. Super simple. I dig it. It's a regular fry. By these boys. I'm excited about this boy. I'm diving them. Cheers. Cheers. Mmm. That's a good kielbasa. Good slider bun. Sauerkraut at some point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I've never tried two of these, but I've never really like. I get I've got many things off the menu, and it's very rare that I do not like. Biscuits and gravy. Oh my god, their biscuits and gravy are so good,
0: so good. I like a good biscuit and gravy. Heavy gravy, always. I want to be swimming in gravy. But I mean that's the way that I'm about like all my sandwiches and things. Like everything that I have, like I like it to be juicy. Like when I mentioned like about Liberati's, you were saying like the Italian dressing, or I was saying about the Italian dressing. I usually order like extra oil or, yeah. or like extra sauce on myself. Always. I used to be like really
1: heavy. Like two hundred, like sixty pounds. Damn dude. Yeah, so I could eat. I'm addicted to food
0: you not preaching the choir, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm, this fire. So, yeah. I'll try oh, to mix yeah. it up a little bit mm-hmm. with the different types of sandwiches. I know that it's always discussable, like, what's considered a sandwich or not.
0: Is yeah. A slider considered a sandwich? I don't see why not. I mean, if you've got, like, a, like, this... Like, get a like hamburger slider it's still going to be a hamburger but in slider form but everything else is like a slider and it's like you know like a sl- if you get like a slider like this yeah for sure if you get like slider cubanos it's like a slider version of a sandwich yeah i don't know. i guess so <laughs> i don't make up the rules <laughs> <laughs> i just like good food so i try not to you know, like it. yeah right Like I've I've already sat through this damn argument so many times about what is a sandwich, what is a sandwich, and I've heard like great explanations as to why or why not. Yeah. And the one thing that I'm like starting to kind of like come into now is like, honestly, I sometimes just don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to eat the food. (laughs) Yeah. So this is weird. I like ketchup and mustard to dip fries in. Yeah, that is a little weird. It's, it's, you know, what's not weird about it is that I'm not the only person because when my girlfriend and I first started dating, she mixed ketchup and mustard together for her fries. And it was like, it was like another one of those, like "Mm, we're meant to be. So would you have done that first? Like, yeah, 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 I have no shame.
1: I don't know, yeah. I don't know yeah. if that was like what it's like, something everyone's all like hides no. at their they mix their cut like I'm doing it in front of you know thousands of Yeah, people. now that you're comfortable with yourself, maybe, but I didn't know if like that was something you're a little conscious of. No, nope,
0: no shame. Never shame. Don't care. I like it. It's the best, dude, because like just straight up ketchup on a fry. I'm not a huge We are. But mustard and ketchup, it just adds that extra. It. It's nice. I honestly think that mustard is an underrated condiment.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty rated up there. Like,
0: <laughs> okay. I, I I guess I see that
1: yeah. it's, it's, not, it's like, gets, like
0: up there with with ketchup? It's yeah. Not, yeah.
1: It's not maybe not ketchup, but like if there's like a ranking of like who. It's not like it's like that note. I like honey mustard. I, like honey I don't mustard. like
0: honey mustard. You don't like honey mustard? Oh, man. Not a fan of honey mustard, no. If somebody gets like uh, honey mustard as like a dipper to their chicken fingers. I'll just eat the chicken finger. What? Yeah. I don't like it. I like hot sauce. I always take hot sauce as like any kind of dip for anything. Honey mustard? No. Not a fan. It's weird, right? Yeah.
1: I'm a big
0: fan. Of I don't think mustard's all
1: right. So they ketchup on the hot dog, like,
0: like some do like mustard only. Well, yeah, I do, for sure. <laughs> Are you on that boat? Well, if you're going to do ketchup on the hot dog, it should have mustard on it. Okay, can yeah. just be ketchup? Uh-uh. you just do <laughs> ketchup on a hot dog? Is that what you're saying? You do that? <laughs> I'm not going to have it. Okay. Well, Hell. I, really don't <laughs> I haven't
1: ate a hot dog in a long time, actually. So, have uh, I? Probably.
0: But I'm I good. love just going to a hardware store, picking up a hot dog, squirting the ketchup and the mustard on there, and then if they've got the extra condiments or whatever on there, jalapenos, sauerkraut, whatever. Toss it on. But like or like a hot dog cart, like which you're getting few and far between now. That's a bummer. Yeah, i would say it's
2: been,
0: yeah. I mean, especially with Covid, it's like people are feeling less less down to go pick up a hot dog at a cart nowadays. <laughs> Which yeah, sucks. Yeah. That's like one of the last, like, uniquely American
1: traditions is a hot dog cart. How busy do you think it'll be downtown tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Opening day. I have no idea. <laughs> Hopefully you don't plan on being downtown.
0: Yeah, I gotta work. Downtown? I mean, I gotta deliver stuff everywhere, but... Minimal downtown, so that should be fine. I yeah. live down there. Well, not down downtown, but I, for I live down there. I live nearby. Years. I live over by like Honeybee and stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. I know. About. Yeah, yeah. By the old train station. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I see. That's the thing. It's like I heard that there was a lot of lobbying to like ask the governor to like open up Comerica for more seats. Right, but the thing is, like, most of those people
1: that tailgate don't even go to the game. So like I'm just no wondering way. like are they are there going to be a bunch of people tailgating? When I was
0: like 21,
1: dude, I was getting hammered on the streets. So I want to go down there actually and tape. is like one of my characters mm-hmm. and just like videotape. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Like, all gas, no brakes. Yeah, I love that. So I would love to go down there and just like yeah, like I said, one of my lyric. characters and just like talk to people and just like get them on camera. Like yeah, because there's it's a mess down there. I don't know if you've ever been. If, those of you watching, have ever been to uh, opening day in Detroit. Oh, yeah. It's, people sometimes <laughs> are fighting. It's, I mean, there's definitely oh, yeah. fights.
0: It's a it's There's fights. There's sex going <laughs> <Yes>. on, <laughs> sexual acts. Yes. It's, um, it's, it's a mess it's, out it's, there. It's, it's not a whole pretty. trash parade. Yeah. It's, Everything yeah. that you would ever think that you'll see in a trashy anything, it happens during opening day. But also, like, I don't know, lion's tailgates and stuff like that, too. You this is a different, that. like, level because it's
1: a to get like eight of them right you get eight home games or something Yeah, like, yeah, that. Yeah. like opening day you get one i don't know it's just like everyone yeah, goes yeah. all out it's like the beginning of spring uh
0: april in the deep
1: even though it's supposed to be really cold tomorrow cool so that might <laughs> that might keep the messiness down. i'm fine with that <laughs> that's all you too i'm good at that you sure yes i'm positive right. uh but yeah so i am uh
2: i I'm vaccine. I feel,
1: feel all right. You definitely should, dude. You I, I, definitely did a, should. I did a crew, though. So I did, I did not assemble um, on
0: this. Does, does Parker have
1: his vaccines? I don't know.
0: Because I feel like that'd be fun for him to check out.
1: Uh, my friend Andrew, uh, who does a lot of filming, he's in Texas. Oh, I fucking Andrew. Yeah, yeah, he's working. That's good. That's good. People yeah, are working yeah, hard. You yeah, got yeah, a good keep, job. Keep working. And pay, you know, pay yeah, pay. go
0: get your money. Yeah, you know, I know. Whatever. Uh, Passion projects are just right. <laughs> yeah, right. I wasn't paying yeah. of edit so like, come on, dude, stay around and uh, quit your job, yeah. do nothing, quit taxes. look good. Uh-huh. We're gonna make it. <laughs> I like this a lot, This is a good sandwich. I'm a big fan of this. It's like a butt. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> With the camera. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So.
0: I should have kept talking about else That was rude of me. Who's eating? I should have kept talking. You're fine,
2: dude.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I guess I'm just more curious. Because, like, I've only ever known you for, like, the work that you do at Planet Amp. And, like, getting to know you and, like, finding out that you were, like, a school teacher. And, like, you know, hearing from, like, the other team about, like, how Tom is, like, one of the nicest guys you ever be. And then, like, getting to actually, like, meet you and talk to you. It's like, yeah, 100%, dude. You're yeah. such a nice dude. Well, thank
1: you. I try to I, I just tried try not to, like, I don't get into any trouble. I try to, to stay in Florida and try to be positive and try to focus on, you know, solutions rather than, you know, like, know that, like, I'm going to make mistakes and I own up to my mistakes, you know? So, uh, but I learned a lot of it. I would say, you know, uh, I work with a lot of kids. I coach in, I teach. So I coach JV soccer, I coach JV baseball, and I did varsity baseball. Uh, which is a different whole aspect. It's like uh, I-, I like it a lot because, like, especially because you're with a lot of kids who really want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm, te- I'm a history teacher. Like, Sorry, there's not 30 kids in there that want to, like, necessarily learn or not as excited as I am about history.
0: But when I'm I was bunch- stoked about history. Yeah, like,
1: but always. Sure, there's a bunch. There are kids, but I don't have 30 out of 30. You know, like, there's a lot of kids who don't care. And uh, That was a lesson I actually had to learn at a young age when I was student teaching. Oh damn! I uh, I so I teach history. Or I'm also a specialized teacher, but I teach history. And uh, I had a class. I, w- I was in control as my student teaching, and it was four, uh ninth grade, tenth grade girls, or it wasn't girl, but like uh, there's 27 students, 24 of them were girls. And it was fourth period after lunch, which, if you know anything about teaching, like the first few hours, kids are still like tired and like usually aren't as rambunctious. Usually, it's something's gonna happen before first period. Or mm-hmm. after lunch or something. Yeah, kids no are all jumped up
0: on sugar and stuff like that. Oh, damn, really? I didn't know that. So, okay. after lunch, you're saying it's troublesome. So, what's that? After lunch, you're saying it's troublesome. Do you want more fries? I'm good. Uh,
1: yeah, well, kids just, I don't know, they're, they're up and There are only they're like awake. four fries left. We're not really yeah. trying those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kids are like up and awake. They're like, what a talkative. So, anyways, oh, when yeah, I'm yeah. teaching this uh, class, so after fourth grade, because that's like, especially the school I taught, uh, there's only like two elementary schools in that district. So all the kids like knew each other kind mm-hmm. of thing where like it wasn't a very big district or whatever. So kids talk a lot, you know, after lunch. That's when like drama happens and stuff like that. So it was just very hard to keep their attention. And oh, I was yeah. a new newbie. So I wasn't a very good teacher. Drama, I didn't know my curriculum. Drama, drama,
0: drama.
1: But I, I got upset. Because they weren't listening to me. And oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't, like, figure it out. and It was one of those things. First of all, I don't have control. Also, I had to look at myself and realize, like, what I was doing wasn't working. And especially these young ladies needed, like, a different outlet. And, like, it helped me be more creative. And my solution was to, like, they weren't listening to me talk and answer questions and, like, no oh, but things. Let's create our own history book. And I gave them, like, their own, like, Ho chumin, like here's your key term. You need to write a definition and like draw like an illustration of that and we created like our own fourth hour book. That's a sweet idea. And it was like it was just like a a surreal moment of like, ah, this is awesome. I could do this. And I just gotta like be aware of like who my clients are, like what they're into, and try to adapt and you know, like youth is different,
0: right? Like we're different from millennials, we're different from Gen Xers and I don't even want to think of it. That's wild. Like, that's so crazy how like I guess I never thought of it that way as a student either. It's like you have to connect with your audience, with who you're who you're speaking with. And it's a complete generational gap. Like yeah. some of my favorite teachers were like three generations in front of me, two, three generations in yeah. front of me, where they were just like old people. But I was like, this fucking old person is awesome. <laughs> yeah. They've got stories, it's cool. But that's somebody that connected with me. Yeah. Now granted, like there's probably a bunch of other people, like, I don't need to hear this old fogie talk. And it's like, how do you, how do you appeal to a larger audience like that? with just so many kids that just think differently. It's a team effort. Like I know that I'm not the savior, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go out there and
1: save every student. So I just kind of let the students that gravitates towards me, you know what I'm saying? Like, totally. I don't have my favorites, but I have the ones I connect with a little bit more that need to come to me that trust me a little bit more
2: and maybe, you know, and
1: Like, it's all about, like, building trust. And especially, like, when I coach, I learned this from, like, coaching my brother. Uh, I was, was, like, 21. I was coaching a hockey team he was, like, 15 of his friends and stuff like that. But, like, when you have a relationship with somebody, you can be a little bit harder and real with them, right? So if I don't know you and I just come up on you, like, come on, man, what are you doing? Like, how are you going to, you know, like, you're not going to respond very well. You know, this guy, who's this guy? He's just, you know, like, that's fake anyways, right? Like, I'm not really trying to help you.
0: So, (laughs) welcome to Philosophy 101 on Sandwich Talk how to appeal to children uh, in a non creepy way. (laughs) Just
1: just be real, dude. Yeah, like you know, I try to make you know, doing improv and comedy has made me uh, be in hosting podcasts and like knowing how to host and keep discussions and conversations going. I also co teach, so I'm a special ed teacher who i have a history like a minor in history okay. uh so i work with like other history teachers who you know then the classes I have like a combination of jenna and special ed kids i'm just i'm there to make sure that like combinations and not you know that these students these are being met and stuff like that you know? but a lot of kids don't know that because i know my stuff too you know, so, like, i know history i like history i know the curriculum and we've made uh when the pandemic happened we like me and the other history teachers, we create our own, like, curriculum videos and stuff That's so like smart. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we don't have lectures. So it's been a great learning process. And I think education's, like, in a revolution kind of a little bit. We're, like, because, like, we've been doing the same crap for 100 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's – some of the stuff is, like, the kids are right. Like, do we need this, right? <laughs> like, no, like, it's, I have a hard time. And I don't tell kids they have to go to college either. Like. No. Yeah. A lot of the most successful people I know are the ones who got jobs, started saving money, and investing, and stuff like that, yeah, rather totally. than going into debt. So, you hear that? <laughs> you hear that? It's it's a, it's you know it's it's hard.
0: Navigating. I got my ass into debt. Heavy, right? Heavy that I'm still paying off. So, so if any sponsors would like to sponsor <laughs> this show, I totally need to pay back that college. Please.
1: Sure. I'm lucky.
2: I- People
1: oh, it's just like, was not worth it? Especially with, like, technology now. Like, yeah. I could take MIT classes on YouTube, basically. I could watch sure. the best professors in the world, and that's what it's becoming. So, like, how do we add on to that, though? Like, because I don't think teachers need to go there. that. No. I do think there needs to be mentors and relationships and, like, guidance and stuff like yeah. that. I but totally agree. Do kids need to be in a building for seven hours, especially high school
0: all day? I don't
1: think so. I think we can...
0: And there's things that I learned from being in high school that taught me more just about life in general. For uh, sure. For the most part, it was kind of hard and sucked because high school was the most awkward period of my life. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. You're, you're just like awkward in your own skin and you're trying to figure out like what you need to be doing to uh-huh. like blend in or act cool. Yeah. And then, you know, next year. you time, have
1: different phases?
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, for sure. <laughs> you for have sure. an yeah, yeah. I used to wear so there was definitely like the, the phase of my life where I wore like all black, like black t shirts, black pants, which hasn't really changed too much. Yeah, you still got the like music, music guy and you kind of yeah, like go yeah. concerts, right, right, right. Yeah, that was and that was definitely it. Like it was it was that that type of crew that I hung around with. Go to like right? St Andrews. Or oh, the yeah. shelter. 15, 16 years old, we'd be going to the shelter of St Andrews and like just you know partying in the parking lots. And, like uh, you wait till you're twenty one, kids. It's anybody's way. <laughs> I don't think I have anybody under the age of eighteen watching the show, and if I do, how the hell did you find out about me? Right, well, uh, TikTok me. How oh, you found TikTok, out about me? TikTok. Please, yeah, go ahead, and send um, me over a TikTok. Uh, that's that's so like millennial for me to say, or like older for me to say. I know. Was, I'm I'm probably cringy <laughs> with the yeah, on TikTok. I'm so sorry,
1: guys. Uh, <laughs> we make MySpace jokes for our kids and stuff like that. Hell yeah. Oh, hit, hit us up on MySpace. You're not even in my topic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. Kids, it's so crazy. Like I told you, like I've already, I have kids of you know people I knew growing up. I'm, I'm teaching
0: their kids and stuff like that. But like, they don't know what Napster is and stuff like that, which is wild. Well, I mean, these these are kids that like weren't even alive during 9-11. No, which oh, yeah. blows me away that there's a generation of adults that never even knew the the what we felt during 9-11. Well, eventually there'll be kids who, you
1: know, the coronavirus who hopefully were after that and stuff and not under, you know, And it's wow. just those are like history aspects that change the world kind of and stuff like that. You know, we, I did, I was 15, 16 when 9-11 happened and I did not understand or grasp what was going on. Oh, and,
0: totally. I remember we joked about it when it first happened. We were just like, oh, I wonder no, what, what that's going, going on. <laughs> yeah. Like when, like the first, was it in the, in our homeroom, mm-hmm. we walked in and the first tower was just smoking yeah and we were like oh somebody must have forgotten to turn something off or something, i don't know something stupid, it's still, it's and then, stupid. yeah that's yeah stupid. exactly and then our teacher was just like no like a plane crashed in apparently we're like oh whoa that's that's nuts i wonder how that happened man. yeah yeah like not thinking anything ill or not even yeah. like a big deal like how do, you, how do you how do you how do you like not miss a giant building the tallest yeah. building in new york but as it turned out, the, we watched the second plane hit, and it was... Did you see it live? Yeah. So yeah, did yeah, I. Yeah. So
1: uh the teachers, like, ha- like it happened. And I remember going to, like, second or third period. just denounced me. with my best friend, Joel. It was awesome. I had the same class together. And they wouldn't allow us to watch it on the TV or whatever. Uh, but she, like... Like we had TVs in the corner of the rooms, like the My teacher though uh, had another TV, like in her closet, that she like pulled out oh, and like had us like watching it or whatever. And uh, yeah, we watched it. Like, and I still though did not like. I feel like understand what was going on and like how that was going to affect our history. No, not at all. Like not at all. And it
0: wasn't until like maybe even like a couple of days after yeah. where. Every single station was this, like, giant 9-11, like, raise money for the family type thing, like, where they had, like, performers and and musicians from all around the world coming and, being like, performing live on on, this thing. And I was like, wow, they're they're really, like, raising it up for this. This is wild. Like, it's really affected so many families. And it's something that, like it just it still didn't hit me it didn't hit me like for a while as to like the importance of it yeah um obviously like i did you go through a loose change phase
1: what do you mean loose change which was like the documentary video of like the 9/11
0: conspiracy theories and stuff like oh, that dude i ended up going through a, so in college i was in a frauds, and conspiracy class <laughs> it was it was offered one semester every like 2 years um and it was it was a philosophy class so it was a philosophy minor and um, you you get in here and you're thinking to yourself, oh, we're going to talk about Bigfoot. We're <laughs> going to talk about, like, you know, this kind of trash, whatever. But it, like, got down to real issues. Like, they talked about, like, the probability of God, like, the probability of, like, 9-11 being, like, an inside job, the probability of, like, the lunar landing and all those kind of stuff. And this was, like, at the first half of the class, like, the first, like, few weeks of the class was the professor lecturing based off of, like, Evidence that's been found, different things
2: that we've heard about, and such,
0: and then the other second half of the class uh, was just all a giant group project, and it was um, kids getting together, and each group had to figure out like a different fraud, conspiracy, or hoax that they either had to prove or disprove, um, and everybody would go over like the different kinds of lines as to why or how or like what worked, what didn't work, um, and then. Um, at the end of the class, the last two classes, uh, the the professor would go up and he would say, "Okay, based off of not just the evidence I was given in this class, but everything that's ever been like given, whether it's video uh, on the internet, um, you know, full reports, whatever it was, here's the probability that this may or may not have happened." So, like, we went over like religion and God. Yeah. Like God, I remember being like a really important one because like the the class, the the group that did it was like half Muslim and like half atheist and like they were like they they had said like we believe because of our faith that god can exist but there's nothing to prove uh, aside from our own faith and the, the the stories that have been written that there is something of, of the word and the, the style and thought of god and like he goes yeah it's a 50 50 chance like there's there's nothing to prove that like yeah, that <laughs> 50 50 straight up and down. The and then he got to 9-11 and he goes, it's like 98% that it was an inside job. 98% based off of everything that's in. We're all like, what?
1: <laughs> nice. What?
0: Because the group that did it, were just like, yeah, we believe that it was an inside job because of all of these things. Like, and then he goes up there as like a doctor and he's just like, yes, yeah, it was an inside job.
1: It's a weird time being a history teacher like, add to high school, like, because you gotta, you can't, like, really give, like, at least, you know, I don't give any, like, I try to get make sure it's not political bias, or to, you know, like, but, like, we got, like, guys like Jeff Bezos out there, and, like, people need to be aware of, like, what's going on, in solidarity, and, like, absolutely. workers' rights, and stuff, it's, it's, like, it's, like, man, like, it's hard not to let my biases come out, but no, I'm a big, we have a really strong union at our high school, and I'm very proud of it, and, like, that allows us to have good contracts, otherwise, like, if you don't have a good union, sometimes like they just abuse workers, like Jeff Bezos. Is. Like right. it's just you know, like they don't care about you. It's just all like
0: when you're making billions, in, like Walmart and stuff, where yeah. like I, I don't even think it's a matter of him not caring. It's a it's a matter of him not even caring enough to know what's going. On. No, they're going out of their side of like oh yeah, but, like yeah, they're, yeah. I, they're going out of their
1: way to put millions and millions of dollars, maybe even like to stop what's going on in Alabama right now. Like, there's oh, a big, wow. there's a, like they is going all out and trying to stop this, these unions and stuff like that. Like they're the biggest union busters out there. Yeah. So uh, Detroit or not Detroit. Like that was a character I did. <laughs> uh, but uh, what's his name uh, from uh, run the jewels. Uh, oh, Killer Mike.
0: Killer Mike. Killer Mike is a big shout to Killer Mike and everything that he's been, out. They've been able to, to preach about politically um, and, and just in terms of, he's, he's a very well-studied guy.
1: So, yeah. So you, he was at this, uh, solidarity, like uh type of union meet or whatever, giving a speech, him, Bernie, um, I want to say the young lady from Ohio, Nina Turner maybe or something was out there. Okay. So it was a really good, but, uh, Killer Mike just, and he's a great speaker and great motivator. And, uh, mm-hmm. this really speaks, you know, truth to power and stuff like that. So I don't know, uh, it, the, the, a lot of hard, hard story, you know, it's just like. I don't know. Just knowing history and how taxes work, and just like it's very hard to argue though, with people. It's like everyone's on Facebook, just like argue it. It's like, yeah. Just like so much new odds and stuff like that to get into. Like, we don't have enough time. That's another whole subject here and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, it's just weird being a history teacher right now. I feel like I but can't even imagine. It's important, though. We try to tell the kids to be like up to date, and I think hopefully, you know, there's a the generation that does, you know, starts figuring. Out. And I like this crypto stuff. I like all this. uh decentralized types of platforms and uh, not allowing central governments and banks to control the money supply and how everything's controlled through them and stuff like that. So I'm a little excited for the future as, yeah. as
0: history comes to. It. I'd like to think that a lot of people are starting to kind of open themselves more to the opportunities that are not, you know, taught to them traditionally. Yeah, you have to. Yeah.
1: Cause I, to me, I think technology and machines are like taking over jobs and stuff like that. And so what's next, totally. you know, and that always happens, right? The, before, at one point, 95% of the earth, we all farmed until technology advanced so that only 5% or lower of the population could farm for the rest of the world and stuff that allow other technological advances to happen. So, it's okay for it to happen, but we still got to like make sure we're taking care of people and not just allowing people build machines and just collect money off of this forever and not pay workers and stuff like that. Like there's got to be some type of like happy meeting. I don't want to stop innovation or anything. you no, know? Like no, I'm no. not against that. But like... I do think at some point we've got to make sure we don't leave people behind. Yeah.
0: Don't let the machines control us. Yeah. Some Terminator type shit over here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I always think about like, how the world could end. Like, is it aliens? Is it like technology? Is it's climate it awesome, change. We're, we're going to
0: ruin each other. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping, like, you're right. Like, with this newer generation starting to learn and understand the, the capabilities that we all have as humans outside of what we've been traditionally taught we can truly kind of come out of this and become better people and a better society overall. At least I hope, you know, I mean, I'm a big sci-fi geek uh, in terms of like just a handful of different things. Like I was a huge Star Trek fan, um, still am. And like the one thing that always kind of like resonated with me was they always talked about how in their time, in their future, they're a world without crime, they're a world without money. And it's because everybody um, just works to better themselves. You all work with the commonality of the understanding that everybody is there for each other to better you. Better themselves, and and it's it's not about money, it's not about fame, it's not about power. It's just about our our world. It's about uh, you know bringing each other up to so we can continue to move forward.
1: It's like changing the mindset because I feel like in the world we live in over here in Western culture that like you have to like work hard for everything in order to be successful. But like, can you just like not worry about working so hard, but just like do it out of love
0: and joy? Totally. And like, and, and that's, that's probably I, gonna work better actually. Yeah, I I I hope that I continue to do that because, like honestly, with the things that I do, I I just make more, enough money for the, my bills and stuff. Dude, I'm not yep. making money for like bitches Like I I enjoy what I do, and I enjoy you know h- hanging out with you and eating a sandwich. I yeah. enjoy like doing these kinds of things because this is what's real. This yeah. is, this i hope to make money though that's why i invest nice. absolutely yeah but
1: i would like to invest that back into my community anyways like i like as sure. like a coach and stuff like that i, I want to like do camps and i want to do team building exercise like give experiences to people you know that'll be memorable way past you know like i don't know i enjoyed my high school. i heard that you know hear that you, you know that was a tough time for you a little bit or whatever But like,
0: i mean it was a tough time for a lot of the people yeah right now, to be honest, it's just like I, I still had fun i had a blast in high yeah. school for some you know a lot of things but, but like, isn't
1: that part of like the joy like the fun is like knowing how weird and awkward and what you had to get through because like if you were just natural like who you were like then you didn't have to work for it and totally stuff. totally oh, oh man
0: we just talked about a lot guys um this is fun because like this is more than just sandwich talk at this point on this show we talked a lot about Detroit, we're not even in Detroit right now. We're in Allen Park, and I got to sit down with my friend Tom here to talk a lot more about stuff that than we've ever talked about together before. Yeah, sure. You know, we've talked about like, um, you know, whether like things work or things play on stage or like in a video before, and like, you know, or, or just us as like the planet Ant, how can we like better each other as our own little community. But like, it's nice to like talk to you and, and talk to you about. You know, real issues, things that, are, that have been going on within our world and like how you're adapting to it as a teacher of the youth. And I feel like that's just something that like something I just don't even think about. <laughs>
1: well, uh, I, I feel blessed. I feel like I said, I'm lucky in my district that, you know, I work in like one of the highest paying districts. So like a strong union. Ooh, fight, all right. We have a strong union. We're proud of that, you know, and uh, other districts look up to us because, you know, we fight for what we think is, you know, we deserve and stuff. And unfortunately, as workers, you got to do that. Otherwise, totally. you get taken advantage of and stuff like that. Totally. So, uh, yeah, I feel blessed. I'm back at the high school did. I worked at, like I grew up. That and, and, and you're in the
0: class now, right?
1: Yeah, I'm in the class. So, I mean, I teach. One of my co-teachers was. It's funny because I went to this high school, so now I'm teaching with a lot of teachers I had, including the guy I co-teach with. He was not only my yearbook teacher, but also my hockey coach. And stuff oh, like sweet! That. So.
0: Uh, It's really cool. I love when high schools do that. It's like, yeah, you know, the Spanish one teacher is the football coach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it actually works really well, I think, with high school teachers are also coaches Because you build that extra relationship. So if you're not like, now I know a lot of kids that I wouldn't have known because I don't have them in my classes necessarily. But I can, like, get on them or I can motivate them and push them. I can look their grades up and, like, see how they're doing. Yeah. You know pull them aside from a lot more of an academic standpoint yeah and really just fun. try to like come on man and it's not like demeaning though. it's just like motivating. No. Like, come on dude you're better yeah. than this you want you want to do this this you in five years wants this Damn. so don't mess it up that's awesome.
0: So, All right, man. Good for you, dude. Thank you so much, man. Um, let's go ahead. And I, I need to thank everybody that's part of the Planet Ant team. Yep. Um, Tom is just one of the amazing members that's been doing great work with Planet Ant over the last few years. Um, and then, additionally, now as you know, more more so in the community too. Um, I want to thank uh, you know of course Mike McGettigan for putting this on, being a part of the team, being uh, one of our leaders there along yeah. with Darren and everybody else that's part of the team over there. Uh, of course, I want to. We need to do the ad read. Oops. Uh, the ad read is uh, Cosmara Club, amazing non-alcoholic beverages based out of the city of Detroit, and they're all based off of uh, the history and traditions of Amaro. So if you know Italian Amaro, uh, this is a soda based off of that, and it's delicious. Uh, the ad read music is typically Lobby Time, and the intro music is uh, Bush with Tarantella, and those are both by a guy named Kevin McLeod. Um, the version of this on Spotify is run by Pinecast. Uh, this is a Planet Ant feature uh 501c3 i want to thank everybody that's always been a part of the show uh including danny veer and uh zach bridges my mailman carl malone my chief miles o'brien of course every single one of you guys for checking us out whether it's weekly every once in a while it doesn't matter um you know just make sure that you're supporting local businesses make sure that you're supporting local community uh local entertainment um, we're, we're a community for each other whether how large or how small we are uh, as a world we're all here for each other so I want to thank everybody for checking us out and everybody for always just being positive and, and keeping keeping everything going so thank you all I hope you guys got hungry check out Glass Onion I definitely want to thank Glass Onion oh, yeah. I, I haven't talked enough about this place I like this place this place is nice it's got a great vibe um, it's really cool check out these green tables super cool um, come on here Allen Park right on Allen Road stop, get brunch, lunch. It doesn't matter. This place rocks. Big fan. Uh, So once again, hope you guys got hungry and I'll see you guys on the next one. Happy Sandwich.